My message this evening is entitled, Will You Keep Running? Will You Keep Running? Unfortunately, many times as believers, we, we grow weary. I've said to my wife, even at times in our ministry, you know, I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> you know, it's getting, it's just too hard, you know. It's just, you get weary. You know, how many of you have ever been weary? Amen. I'm glad I'm not the only one. And when we go through those stages, the only thing that we can truly lean on is God's word. Because that's where we will always find truth to restore us, to heal us. I was talking to my dad and we were talking about how, you know, your mind can play such an influence on how your day goes. You know, that's why the Bible says that we must take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So if you wake up and you're not feeling good and your mind's thinking about this problem and you're thinking about that worry and this issue and that situation, you know, if you allow yourself to get overwhelmed by all of that, eventually it's going to affect you to the point where guaranteed it's not going to be a good day. But if you take every thought captive to the obedience of God, of Christ, then you know, you can handle every situation. You can speak those things that are not as though they are and those bad things as though they are not as well. Amen. <laughs> and just proclaim the Lord's word and his will over your life. Amen. You know, God has good plans for each and every one of us. It's amazing to me to think about God's mercy and his love towards us because it is so vast so great, so wide, and we don't fully understand it. We really can't. We really can't. <laughs> I'm working on my American African knees. <laughs> so, <laughs> Amen. But aren't you glad you have a pastor, not a pastor? <laughs> All right. All right. So let's dive into the word. This evening, I believe that this word is really for some of us this evening. I believe God wants to really encourage you in this season of weariness. Galatians 6 verse number 9 says, And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. I love this scripture because it starts out by telling us, listen, don't grow weary Keep on doing good. In other words, listen, what Paul is saying is just keep doing things right. Just keep doing the right things. Keep doing what is good, what is honorable, what is right in the sight of God. He says, for in due season you will reap. If you keep doing these things, you will reap. God wants you to reap. It may not be right now. You may not be seeing what, what you desire to see in this moment. But the law of sowing and reaping is an absolute spiritual law that is from the beginning of time that God has implemented that must surely come to pass in our lives. It will come to pass. So he says, listen, if you continue, if you don't grow weary while continuing to do good, in due season you will reap. In other words, everybody say, my harvest is coming. 
So no matter where you are right now, if you continue to do good, to do good, if you continue to sow in the kingdom, if you continue to sow righteousness, if you continue to sow mercy and grace and love and honor God and continue to do all those things, you will surely reap a harvest. Your harvest is coming. Your promotion is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. Your husband is coming. Come on, somebody. <laughs> your healing is coming. Your prayer that you've been praying for a long time for a family member or something like that, it might just be around the corner. But you have to continue. We have to persevere. There is a con condition. He says, for in due season we shall reap. The condition is if we do not lose heart. We have to press in. We have to press on. We have to continue. Not lose heart. 2 Corinthians 4 verse number 1 says it like this. If therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. The word lose heart there, or the, the word lose heart there means become weary, become weak, or lose courage. So really what he's trying to say is don't give up. Don't give up. God has called each and every one of us to fulfill the plan and purpose that he has for us. And in that journey, the challenges will come, situations will come. And I'm going to show you this evening one specific situation from the Old Testament of an individual that really had a threat that came against him. And God has something to say to him when he challenges God, just like you do. Amen. He says, don't lose heart. He says, don't become weary. Don't become weak. Don't lose courage. Don't give up. Keep on going. There's a ministry for you. There's a plan for you. There are some things that God wants you to do. And it's easy for us at times, especially when the heat really heats up in the kitchen, when threats really come against you, or things really seem to be going wrong, or you get in that situation where you just can't see the breakthrough on the other side. I don't know about you, but I've been in that place many times in my walk with God. Now that not, you know, sometimes it's been in the ministry, sometimes it's been in my personal walk, my personal me as an individual, you know, sometimes it's been in my marriage, I've had situations in my marriage very, very long time ago, <laughs> when I was young and stupid, you know, <laughs> and, you know, we, you know, it felt hard, and you, you just, you, you know, I never wanted to give up, but I felt like, man, this is impossible, how am I going to do this? But you persevere, you carry on. And if you persevere, God can give you the best years you've ever had in your marriage. Come on, somebody. So let's go in our Bibles to Jeremiah. I wanna start by showing you how God addresses him at the beginning of his ministry, at the beginning of his walk with God, before God even trains him on becoming a prophet. This is how God works with us. Watch this now. Jeremiah 1, verse number 5. I'm going to read all of this out of the Amplified Version because it brings out a lot of the Hebrew automatically. Jeremiah 1, verse number 5. At the moment, I am absolutely loving the Amplified Version, just so you know. I take the commentaries, I take the Hebrew, and I look at the Hebrew, and then I look at the, the Amplified, and the words are already there. So they just break it down so beautifully, so many times. So let's go there. Jeremiah 1, verse number 5. He says, before I formed you in the womb, 
I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. Come on, I think that's so powerful. God is saying to him, listen, before I even formed you, I knew you, I approved of you. You are my chosen instrument. God has separated you, consecrated you to use you for a very specific purpose. He says, and before you were born, I separated you and set you apart, consecrating you, and I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Listen, the young boy, Jeremiah, and he was young when he receives this word, gets told, listen, Jeremiah, you are going to be an incredible prophet. I chose you before you were even born, Jeremiah. I consecrated you, separated you. Jeremiah, you are mine. This is an awesome word. Listen, and it just gets better. Take a look. He says, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I'm only a youth. So he says, Lord, you know, I'm not qualified. I'm not able. Then, but the Lord said to me, say not, I am only a youth, for you shall go to, you shall go to all to whom I shall send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. And I love this. But be not afraid of them. <laughs> Their faces, for I'm with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Listen, God is preparing him. He doesn't even realize what's busy happening right now. God is saying to him, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to raise you up, Jeremiah. I've chosen you before you were even born, before you were even formed. I have a plan for you. In other words, before you were even thought of, I was thinking about you. And I made sure that you would be born right now because I have a plan for you. He says, but listen, Jeremiah, don't be afraid of them. Don't look at their faces because there's going to be some stuff that's going to come your way. There's going to be some challenges that are going to come your way that are going to try and stop you from fulfilling the purpose and the plan and the destiny that God has for your life. So there's one little warning. And then God says in verse number nine, and the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day appointed you to the oversight of the nations and of the kingdoms to root out and pull down, to destroy, to overthrow, to build and to plant. Boom, what a word. I've given you authority. I'm going to send you to the nations. I'm going to use you. Many of you sitting in this room, God has given you words, maybe even like this. I'm going to take you. I'm going to use you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to show you things. You're going to do great things for me. And then on the journey, things happen. The bumpy journey. On the way to greatness in the kingdom. Doing what God has called you to do, that is the greatest thing you can do. Fulfilling your destiny and your purpose is the greatest thing that you can do. And so this young prophet begins to fulfill his destiny. And unfortunately for Jeremiah, he wasn't involved in Israel and Judah at a time where things were going well. 
In fact, we find ourselves in a situation where things have become so bad in Israel that they've just become really, really bad. And even Judah, the tribe of Judah, which is basically you know, the, the, the part of, 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 the, of the children of Israel that was really good for a portion of time, is also beginning to, to worship false gods and, and idolatry and set up uh, high places and, and places of worship that are, are to other idols. And so the, the, the children of Israel are, are, are sort of partially worshiping God, but also worshiping Baal and other idols. And this poor prophet is coming against all these things. And there's one young king, King Josiah, who is born and he begins to want to do things right. He begins to try and restore the things of God. And Jeremiah is really supportive of this, of this, of this king. And he's busy trying to institute and, and support this king. It doesn't last very long, unfortunately. And as Jeremiah is standing up for what is right, everybody say standing up for what is right. You must realize when you begin to stand up for what is right, spiritually now, the enemy will attack you. So while you're on the road to, to speaking truth, to desiring to do what is honorable and right in the sight of the God, preaching our God and preaching the word of truth, he's telling them, listen, turn from your evil ways. You guys have to repent. God's going to judge you. He's, he's, busy, he's busy operating as the prophet that God called him to, to be and to do. And suddenly, there's a threat that comes against him. And this is no ordinary threat. This threat, it comes from the men of, of Anathoth. Anathoth. What is Anathoth? Anathoth was basically the place in Judah where he was born. And they basically rise up and have decided that they are going to kill him. It's going good now for the prophet, you know. They want to take him out because they're upset with his prophecies and the things that he's, de he's declared, they've decided they're going to kill him. And so this prophet who has heard the word of the Lord concerning his life decides to go to God and he's about to complain. I think he's rightfully, Rami Jesus, you know what I mean? God, you know, what, what's going on? You know, they're coming against me. Kill them. Hello, have you never said kill them? Okay, but it must just be me. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's pick it up in Jeremiah 12. Now you can read a lot of what happens in Jeremiah chapter number 11 when you'll read about how he, you know, how he prophesies against them and, and, you know, and, and he's waiting now for God to judge and to take care of them. Nothing's happening, so he speaks to the Lord. Jeremiah 12, 12 verse number one. Watch how he approaches God. Uncompromisingly righteous and rigidly just are you, O Lord, when I complain and contend with you. Yet let me plead and reason the case with you. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why are all they at ease and thriving who deal very treacherously and deceitfully? He's saying, listen, God, why is it that these men that are coming against me why is it that they are still prospering? Why is it that they are still succeeding? You see, sometimes in your walk with God, even your enemies that have come against you and tried to stop you, that are even doing unjustly in the sight of God, are still getting blessed. 
And you might be thinking, well, God, what's going on? Why is there no breakthrough? Why, why have you not smited them yet? He even goes so far as to say, Lord, you have planted them, verse number two. Yes, they have taken root, they grow. Yes, they, they bring forth fruit. You are near in their mouths, but far from their hearts. So he's saying, Lord, you know these guys. You know that they speak about you and they say they honor you, but their hearts is far away from you, God. But you know how I am, Lord. I'm faithful to you. You've called me from a young boy. I've served you. I didn't get married. I, didn't, I did everything you asked. But Lord, why is this happening? They're gonna kill me. They want to kill me, but you, you know, why haven't you taken care of them yet? Sometimes in your journey, God's going to hold back some stuff to see what's resident on the inside of you. Are you able to handle the threat that's come against you? Are you able to handle this situation that you're busy going through right now? The truth is, is that what you're going through right now is preparing you for what's to come. Oh, when he got the word in the beginning, it sounded so good. Oh, you're going to be a prophet to the nations. I'm going to give you authority. You're going to go to kings. Not good. They were all evil men. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to take you. You're to the ends of the earth. Be careful what you wish for. You may just get it. He says, you are near in their mouths, but far from their hearts. But you, O Lord, know and understand me and my devotion to you. You see me and try my heart towards you. O Lord, pull these rebellious ones out like sheep for the slaughter. You thought I was joking. (laughs) And prepare them for the day of slaughter. Listen, he's upset. And you read this and you think, man, he's so hard. No, they were trying to kill him, guys. They were trying to kill him. And he's saying to the Lord, I'm your servant. These guys are unjust. They say a lot of things. They go to church on Sunday, but then they cuss their wives out on Monday. They're unrighteous. They do unjustly in their businesses. They're unjust, God. But me, I serve you. My heart is upright before you, Lord. He's upset. And he's really actually challenging the Lord. But he's doing it respectfully. (laughs) Because he's very aware of who God is. And he does honor and love the Lord. No question. So he says, Lord, what are you going to do? When are you going to sort them out? Watch verse number four. How long must the land mourn and the grass and herb and the whole country wither? It's because of them that the nation is being destroyed. Oh, it's because of the church that America will suffer. Not politicians. Judgment starts in the house of the Lord. So we as the church, men, we as the church have to begin to take our authority. We as the church have to stand up against what is not right. It's when we allow things to creep into the church and call evil good, and call evil good in the church that we have a problem. 
So he's saying, Lord, you know, these guys, you know, the, the whole country was withering. Through the wickedness of those who dwell in it, the beasts, the birds are consumed and they swept away by the drought because men mocked me saying, how sh he shall not live to see our final end. And you can see there's the threat. So now he's, he's, he's been speaking to the Lord. He's, he's shared his heart with God. And he knows that God is a just God. But God has this plan for him that has only just begun at this point. There's still much to do. You see, what you must understand is that in your journey, you will sometimes have to face things, situations, because there comes a point where you have to get so dependent on God to get you through what you're going through. But trust how he does it. Even if it doesn't always make complete sense to you, why are you going through it the way that you are? So God's about to speak now in verse number five. But the Lord rebukes Jeremiah's impatience. Everyone say impatience. Sometimes when the threat is imminent, taking place in your life, just hang in there. It's when you're weary that you mustn't lose heart. It's when the struggle's taking place that you don't give up. Don't quit now because somebody upset you. Don't give up now because you're going to throw it all the way because somebody offended you. Oh, well, you know, Lord, I'm sorry. This, I can't handle it. I'm going to catch the next boat and I'm out of town. You know, that's what happens to so many in the church. Even pastors, it happens to many pastors because the threats become so much. And, I'm, and, and my heart goes out to anyone that it goes through anything difficult. Because it's difficult. Difficult things are difficult. Right? And nobody knows your struggle except for you and God. He knows what you're going through. But I want you to try and imagine this obedient prophet... And now all of a sudden there's an absolute threat of death against him. He prophesies judgment on them and nothing's happening. But the Lord rebukes Jeremiah's impatience saying, if you have raced with men on foot and they have tired you out, let's stop there, everybody look at me. He's talking about, if you look in the army in the old days or the soldiers, the footmen are the soldiers that basically go in the front lines. They are like the, I don't know what they call them, but they, they, they're the guys that walk and march in, in the front. They, they don't go fast. They, you know, you can pretty much wipe them out with an arrow or, you know, you can knock them really hard and they'll fall over. You know, it's not the most difficult threat. In, in, a, in, a, in a war situation in those days, the footmen were the easy guys. They were the ones that you can contend with because it's one-on-one -on -one and they're going at the same pace and speed as you. And God is saying to him, listen here. He says, if you have raced with men on foot and they have tied you out, in other words, listen, you are competing at this level. 
Listen, this level, he was, he's about to die, man. Come on, God, be a little bit more gentle. You know, that's how I feel, you know. But you must understand God knows his beginning and his end, what he has planned for him. And to get to where he's got to go, he's got to be able to run over here with a footman. Why? Take a look at what he says. He says, if you've raced with men on foot and they have tied you out, then how can you compete with horses? And if you take to flight in the land of peace where you feel secure, then what will you do when you tread and tangled maze of jungle haunted by lions in the swelling and flooding of the Jordan? In other words, what he's saying, listen, Jeremiah, I know you're upset. I know this seems difficult, but this is only the beginning. And if you're not able to handle this, you're never gonna get to where I've got planned for you. You're never gonna get to that place where you have to actually run with horses. Now, if you think about it in the natural, how on earth do you run with the horseman? How on earth do you in the natural compete with the horseman? Horses like run really fast and never get tired. They are serious animals. They'll run right over you without even blinking. But he's saying to him, listen, what I have for you, what I have for you will give you the ability to run with horses, but you're not even able. My plan for you is to run over there, to be able to do what is absolutely impossible. But you're complaining over here when it's still the baby stuff when it's still in an infant stage. I know this threat seems so great and so impossible. This mountain that's in front of you seems like something you just can't overcome or some kind of threat that's come against you that makes you feel that, listen, I'm gonna give up. But God is saying, man, this little problem, you've forgotten who's in charge, Jeremiah. Because you must understand to run with horsemen is absolutely impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Remember, the rebuke is for the impatience. Because God hasn't answered him yet the way he wants God to answer. When you're going through the fire, when you're going through the storm, wait on the Lord. Remember what it says, those who will continue, those who will wait, those who will persevere, those are the ones that overcome. Those are the ones that will have the victory in the end. But it's those that, unfortunately, there are so many in their walk with God that give up too quickly. They stop, they give up, they don't finish their race. And I want you to know that more than likely, you were contending with just the men. When God still has plans for you with horses to take you beyond what is possible in your own strength. But in this moment, Jeremiah has to realize that even, in, even the footmen, even just the, the mere men, he needs to just trust God. And then I stand here and I say this, and I know, you know, it's not always easy. But God is able, guys. God said to him that I would use you. I would, I would take you to kings. I would take you to nations. God said to him, I'm going to do this. And what happens is so often we get so stuck 
in our complaining that we miss what he has for us. Because what really happens is you end up staying right there. I don't want to see anybody stay right there. Are you with me? The question is, even in the midst of what you're dealing with right now, are you going to keep running? Are you going to trust God all the way to the end? And then God will say to you, hey, listen, what you're dealing with is actually only the footman. What's coming is much greater than what you're dealing with right now. But I'll get you through that. Because you can't do it in your own strength. His ways are better than our ways, even when we go through things we don't understand. Difficult things, painful things. God is able to get you through it. So do not grow weary. Are you with me? Amen. One more scripture. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians 4, verse number 1. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. In other words, we don't become weary. We don't become weak. We don't lose courage because God is well able to get us through to the other side. Don't give up, guys. God wants you to run with horses. You can most certainly overcome the footmen, the challenges that you're dealing with right now in your life. Sometimes I've been at a place with my walk and my journey with God where it's been so intense. And then if I think to myself, listen, you're over here. This is what God has done in your life and what's happened. This is Jeremiah. Just compare like what's happened and what's gone on and go read his story because he was the weeping prophet for a reason. But he continued He finished. He did what he was called to do. Are we going to do the same, guys? Or are we going to grow weary? Don't lose heart. Keep on doing good. Don't give up. Continue to run your race. And God will get you through it. And then when you get through the footman, he'll take you on to run with horses. Amen. Amen. That's the word of the Lord for you tonight. I believe it with all of my heart. That there are many that, you know, we can deal with stuff, attacks, things that come against us sometimes. But sometimes we just get weary. We, get, we just get tired. We feel like we can't keep doing this. 
And that's what the Lord really shared with me this morning. Because I had a whole different message planned, which I'm going to preach in three weeks on a Sunday. Now. Because <laughs> it's a good word. Okay. But I really believe that there are many that are carrying a weariness in them because of whatever the situation is. And I believe the Lord wants to strengthen you tonight and wants to encourage you by letting you know that this is just the beginning of what He has for you. Surely you can overcome this because there's much more waiting for you. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads for a moment. Father, tonight in this place, we thank you for your word and we thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, I ask right now that you would touch every person that's in this place and watching online. Wherever they are in their journey with you, Lord, I pray that they would not grow weary. They would never give up. But they would continue to do good, Lord. Seek your face. Go after you. Trust in you even when it doesn't look like there's an answer. Because surely every trial leads to a breakthrough if we persevere. And so I ask right now under the sound of my voice that you would bring a peace that surpasses understanding so that they would know, Lord, that you're in control of every situation of everything they're going through, of everything they have to deal with, Lord. Give them strength tonight in the Jesus' precious name. Father, I pray against the threats of the enemy to even bring people's life to an end. We come against it this evening in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray that only your will will be done in their lives. In Jesus' name. Father, I give you thanks, praise, and all the glory and honor right now in this place. Just raise your hands for just a moment. Just raise your hands. Holy Spirit, just come right now. Everyone's running a different race, Father, but we all desire to finish strong. So, Lord, like, like in Corinthians where it says, Father, just more mercy more grace so that we can run this race. Strengthen them, bless them, encourage them, fill them tonight, Lord. Fill them tonight, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I give you thanks for it right now. Amen. 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 So I want to ask you, if you're sitting here this evening and you still feel weary, just raise your hand so I can see where you are. Don't be afraid. Okay. All right. Come quickly. Let me pray for you. Come quickly. Amen.
Halleluja, Lord. Halleluja, Lord. If you are really weary and you're in the front and you're in business with God, please don't look around and take this moment very seriously. It's between you and the Lord right now. Father, I pray that you strengthen them. I pray, God, that you fill them up tonight, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are our supernatural God, our deliverer God. You are our healer, Lord, and there is none like you. Father, tonight in this place, we just honor you, magnify you, worship you. Just come, Holy Spirit. You are so welcome in this place. Let them never be the same again tonight, Lord. But Father, help us. Help us, God, with what we say, with what we think, with what we do, Father. Help us to be obedient to your word, Lord. Help us to follow your instructions, Lord, to walk in your ways, God. Help us and strengthen us. Holy Spirit, just come now. Just fill them right now. Even as I begin to pray from up here on the stage, Lord, just touch them right now. In the name of Jesus, I come against that spirit that desires to bring a heaviness and a weariness in your life. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, right now. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's just worship the Lord just a moment here. Come on. Come on, the presence of God is here. God's about to move in this place. Hallelujah. Come on.
Let's give the Lord a clap. Amen. Let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Sit down for just a moment. We're going to end the service soon. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. That's really good. Just keep that going, just like that. And the piano too, both, both, both instruments. Amen. Amen. See, now the presence of the Lord is very strong. So I can't just stop yet. Is that okay? I'll stop in, in, in a little bit. <clears throat> but... <clears throat> And I want you to understand something. You know, you know, God, you know, He loves every single one of you and wants to speak to all of you. You know, but you must be able to hear from Him for yourself as well. Amen? You know, I want to pray for everyone and give everybody a word, but I'm not perfect. I don't always hear perfectly. Is that okay? So, you know, don't test God and say, well, if I know it's real if you tell Him to speak to me and stuff like that, because I'm not that good. Is that okay? All right, I just, you know, just don't, don't because of my mistake get mad at God. Is that okay? Because I, I know some of you are doing that right now, and don't do that, okay? Because it's interfering with my flow. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Amen. All right, I want, I want to pray for, um, for the young adults between the age of 18, 18 and, and 30. Come up quickly. <clears throat> Amen. 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 It's a tough age. The enemy doesn't like this age group. I don't know why, but he doesn't. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Lord. These are yours, Father. In Jesus' name. I pray, Father, that they will not grow weary, but that they will be strong, Father, and courageous, that you will give them the ability to persevere, that you will give them the ability to persevere, to run their race, Father, to be strong, Father. Lord, let not the wiles, the threats, the fiery darts of the enemy cause them to go astray in any way, Father. And raise them up, Father, to be a supernatural generation. To walk in your wonders, your might, and your power. Has this not been your desire? Come stand here because there's a mic, this noise here. I can't. <clears throat> Come here. <clears throat> Just make a little bit of space here so she can stand here. Just stand here. Raise your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this young lady that you brought to this place because you're going to raise her up, Lord. You're going to raise her up to be a mighty woman of God. And in this place over the last few months, there's been a hunger that's been stirring in your heart like never before. And God has taken you and he's begun to do it. Like there's been like a purging, a purifying that's been taking place in your heart. And you've said, Lord, whatever there is in me, just take it out of me because I want to serve you completely. And the Lord has heard your prayers and the Lord has looked into your heart and the Lord has begun to do a mighty work and he's raising you up and you will do great and mighty things in the kingdom. Father, I thank you that tonight in this place you anoint her, Father. Lord, that you anoint her to do your wonders, to do your work, Father, to serve you. Holy Spirit, that you speak to her, that you strengthen her tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Give her courage, Father, for what's to come. Lord, as she's running right now with, with footmen, God, and overcoming the footmen, the horses are coming, but you will overcome them. You will overcome them, for, for the Lord has begun to teach you how to lean on his strength, and you will overcome and when the enemy came in and tried to take your life, God says, I did not allow it for I have a plan. I have a purpose. I'm going to do great and mighty things through your life in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that even her family will be touched because of her. Even her family, those that do not know you and serve you will be touched because of her. Use her, Father, tonight in this place, I ask that you anoint her and give her gifts, Lord. Give her gifts, Father, to flow in the gifts of the Spirit, Lord. Let her be sensitive to your Spirit, the discerning of spirits, the gift of prophecy, tongues and interpretation of tongues, miracles, Father. I release them now in Jesus' name in her life. I see how you've been seeking the Lord. I see a great hunger that's been stirring in your heart, Father. Answer her, I ask, in the name of Jesus, not by might, not by power, but by your Spirit and all according to your will. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now just receive it now. Father, thank you. Fill her, Lord, tonight. Fill her, Lord. Fill her, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, when you lay hands on the sick, you'll see signs and wonders. Now, when you pray, you'll see my power manifest, says the Lord. Now watch, watch, for from this moment, you will never be the same. Now, in Jesus' name, I release it to you. It's done, in Jesus' name. Take it all. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. <clears throat> hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
just touch her, Lord. I pray, Father, that you open her eyes. Open her eyes, God, like never before. That she will see like never before and understand like never before. That she will find such joy in your word, Father, and in seeking your face, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I give you thanks, Lord. Use this young lady, Father, for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, and I give you thanks for it right now. In Jesus' name, just touch her, Lord.
Amen. Are you all okay? Yes. Amen. precious. Amen. It's not over. Amen. It's not over. Okay. Amen. You must know that you are sons and daughters in this house. This is your house. Amen. And there's still amazing things that God will do with the two of you in the days that lie ahead. Come on, young man. Take your place. Amen. It's time for you to move away from the the men. <laughs> what, what do they call them? The, no, men. The horse, not the horsemen, the, the footmen. Thank you, young lady. The footmen. Amen. It's time for you, young men, to leave them now. These, these things that you've struggled with, that you've battled with, they're small in comparison. But God is going to get you through it. He's going to get you through it all. Amen? In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. That's good, right there. See, if they play the right songs, I'll keep prophesying. If they don't, it ends. <laughs> Amen. Where's that young lady that was here? You. God's, you, you, now you, you need to serve the Lord now. Amen. 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 Man, it's such an honor for me to be here and to be able to minister to you guys. And I just want to thank you for coming out week after week, the way that you guys do. It's really awesome. I'm really grateful. And so let's, let's close this evening. Father, we, we love you so much. We're so grateful to you, Father, for everything that you do, for every life that you touch and every time that you move, God. I know that every person in this building and even those watching online, they're so precious to you, Lord. You love them so much, God. And you, you desire to speak to each and every one of them, Lord. So I pray tonight in the name of Jesus, speak to them, Holy Spirit. Show them things, Father. Like your word says, we'll have visions and dreams, Lord. Show them visions and dreams. Speak to them in the night watches, God. Speak to them, Lord. Speak to the young children. Speak to the, the older ones, Father. Speak to everyone, Lord, and use them for your glory. And I pray, God, that when the, the things in this world come to cause us to enter into weariness, that we will never forget that Jesus has overcome this world. And in him, we have everything we need, strength, mercy, love, grace, forgiveness, everything we find in the cross. And I'm so grateful to you tonight for your grace and your mercy and your love. I ask, Lord, tonight that you will bless every person as they leave this place tonight, that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the love of the Father and the fellowship with the Spirit be with each of you as you go tonight. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Amen and amen.